Here is the closing Schwab market update as of 4.15 p.m. Eastern Time, 15 minutes after market close for Thursday, January 26th. U.S. stocks ended the day in the green as the markets digested a host of economic and earnings data. The economic calendar came in heavy today as fourth quarter GDP growth was higher than expected, jobless claims unexpectedly fell, new home sales rose, and durable goods orders jumped but dipped when stripping out the volatile component of transportation activity. Several Dow members were in focus as IBM exceeded expectations, though its cash flow performance garnered some scrutiny on the street, and Dow Incorporated missed quarterly estimates. Fellow Dow component Chevron announced an increased dividend and a new $75 billion share repurchase plan, while in other news, Tesla topped quarterly estimates and offered an upbeat outlook. Treasury yields traded mostly higher, and the U.S. dollar advanced, while crude oil prices increased and gold moved to the downside. Asian stocks finished mixed in lighter volume as several markets remained closed for holidays, while markets in Europe were higher for the most part, adding to the region's strong start to the year. The Dow Jones Industrial Average was up 206 points to 33,949. The S&P 500 Index rose 44 points to 4,060. And the Nasdaq Composite climbed 199 points to 11,512. In moderate volume, 3.8 billion shares of NYSE-listed stocks were traded, and 5.7 billion shares changed hands on the Nasdaq. WTI crude oil gained 96 cents to $81.11 per barrel. Elsewhere, the gold spot price was down $12.50 to $1,930.10 per ounce. And the dollar index gained 0.2% to 101.82. In equity news on Thursday, Tesla, ticker symbol TSLA, reported adjusted fourth quarter earnings per share of $1.19, above the $1.13 fax and estimate, with revenues rising 37% year-over-year to $24.32 billion, compared to the street's expected $23.96 billion. The company said it expects to remain ahead of a long-term 50% compounded annual growth rate with around 1.8 million cars for the year. Shares of Tesla rallied. Dow Component International Business Machines Corporation, ticker symbol IBM, posted adjusted fourth quarter earnings per share of $3.60, a penny above expectations, as revenues were flat year-over-year at $16.69 billion, above the forecasted $16.15 billion. Software, consulting, and infrastructure revenues all rose, and the company stood by its full-year revenue outlook. Shares are trading lower, as some analysts are expressing concerns about its free cash flow performance. Also, Bloomberg is reporting that IBM is planning on eliminating around 3,900 employees from its workforce, which would be about a 1.5% reduction. Shares were lower. Dow member Chevron Corporation, ticker symbol CVX, announced that it will increase its quarterly dividend by about 6% to $1.51 per share, and that it will repurchase $75 billion of its shares. Chevron traded solidly higher. 
Dow Component Dow Incorporated, ticker symbol DOW, reported adjusted fourth quarter earnings of 46 cents per share, below the expected 57 cents, with revenues declining 17.4% year-over-year to $11.86 billion, south of the forecasted $12.01 billion. The company noted slowing global growth, challenging energy markets, and destocking. Looking ahead, Dow added, quote, While we see initial positive signs from moderating inflation in the U.S., improving outlook for energy in Europe, and reopening in China, we continue to be prudent and proactive by implementing a playbook of targeted actions focused on optimizing labor and purchased service costs, reducing turnaround spending, and enhancing productivity, end quote. Chairs were higher. Fourth quarter earnings season is shifting into a higher gear, and of the 127 S&P 500 companies that have reported thus far, about 50% have topped revenue forecasts and 72% have exceeded earnings forecasts, per data compiled by Bloomberg. Schwab's chief investment strategist Lizanne Saunders notes in her latest article titled Helpless, Recession Risks Abound how leading indicators continue to point toward further economic weakness, making it difficult and premature to determine whether the labor market can maintain its relative strength. You can follow Lizanne on Twitter, at Lizanne Saunders. With the February 1st monetary policy decision approaching, the Fed is expected to continue to downshift to a 25 basis point rate hike, after following up four 75 basis point rate increases with a 50 basis point rise in December. However, the Fed signaled that restrictive policy will likely have to remain in place for longer and at a potentially higher terminal rate than expected. You can read all of our market commentary on our Insights and Education page, and you can follow us on Twitter at Schwab Research. In economic news on Thursday, the first look of three at fourth quarter gross domestic product, the broadest measure of economic output, showed a 2.9% quarter-over-quarter annualized rate of expansion versus the consensus Bloomberg estimate of a 2.6% gain after the unrevised 3.2% increase in the third quarter. Personal consumption rose by 2.1% compared to forecasts of a 2.9% gain and following the unadjusted 2.3% increase recorded in the third quarter. On inflation, the GDP price index came in at a 3.5% increase above expectations of a 3.2% gain and compared to the unrevised 4.4% rise seen in the third quarter. Well, the core PCE price index, which excludes food and energy, moved 3.9% higher in line with expectations and following the unadjusted 4.7% increase in the third quarter. Weekly initial jobless claims came in at a level of 186,000 for the week ended January 21st, below estimates of 205,000 and compared to the prior week's upwardly revised 192,000 level. The four-week moving average fell by 9,250 to 197,500, and continuing claims for the week ended January 14th rose by 20,000 to 1,675,000, above estimates calling for 1,658,000. 
The four-week moving average of continuing claims declined by 10,750 to 1,664,250. December preliminary durable goods orders jumped 5.6% month-over-month, well above expectations of a 2.5% increase, and versus the prior month's positively revised 1.7% drop. Excluding transportation, orders dipped 0.1% versus an expected 0.2% decline, and compared to the prior month's unrevised 0.1% increase. Finally, non-defense capital goods orders, excluding aircraft, considered a proxy for capital spending, decreased 0.2% month-over-month, matching expectations, and versus the prior month's negatively revised flat rating. New home sales rose 2.3% month-over-month in December to an annual rate of 616,000 units versus forecasts calling for a rate of 612,000 units, and compared to November's downwardly revised 602,000-unit level. The median home price increased 7.8% year-over-year to $442,100. New home inventory declined to nine months from November's downwardly revised level of 9.2 months of supply at the current sales pace. Sales rose month over month in the Midwest and South with the former jumping, but fell in the Northeast and West. Sales in all four regions were lower year over year. New home sales are based on contract signings, offering a timelier read on housing activity compared to the larger contributor of existing home sales, which are based on closings. A preliminary look at the advanced goods trade balance for December showed that the trade deficit widened more than expected to $90.3 billion versus forecasts calling for it to increase to $87.9 billion from November's downwardly revised $82.9 billion deficit. Preliminary wholesale inventories ticked 0.1% higher month-over-month for December below the expected 0.5% gain and versus November's negatively revised 0.9% increase. The January Kansas City Fed Manufacturing Activity Index improved but remained in contraction territory with a reading below zero. The index rose to negative one from December's positively revised negative four reading. Treasury rates were mostly higher as the yield on the two-year note rose four basis points to 4.18% and the yield on the 10-year note was up three basis points to 3.49% while the 30-year bond rate was unchanged at 3.63%. Bond yields have seen heightened volatility lately, but remain solidly higher over the past 12 months as the markets react to aggressive Fed monetary policy actions. Schwab's chief fixed income strategist, Kathy Jones, discusses in her article titled Fixed Income Outlook, Bonds Are Back, how we see opportunities in 2023 for the bond market to provide attractive yields at lower risk than we've seen for several years. You can follow Kathy on Twitter, at Kathy Jones. Tomorrow's economic calendar will come in heavy as we will get data on personal income and spending for December, with the former expected to have increased 0.2% month over month and the latter to have declined 0.1%. And further housing data pending home sales will also be released, with economists calling for a 0.9% month-over-month decline. 
And to round out the docket, the final University of Michigan Consumer Sentiment Index for this month is expected to match the preliminary figure of 64.6, but be above December's 59.7 level. In international news on Thursday, stocks in Europe were mostly higher as the markets continued to digest the heating up of earnings season in the U.S. and recent mixed economic data that showed services sector output improve for this month and January German business expectations increased. European markets have experienced a strong start to 2023, as stocks have been buoyed by signs that warmer-than-expected winter weather may help the region avoid an energy crisis, as well as China's reopening, and expectations that global central bank aggressive tightening may cool off. These positive developments have countered uncertainty regarding the ultimate implications of aggressive monetary policy tightening around the world on the global economy and financial conditions. Schwab's chief global investment strategist, Jeffrey Kleintop, discusses in his latest article titled, Go with the Flow, how volatility waves and changing news tides elicit short-term market moves. Economic currents tend to affect longer-term market shifts, which may now favor international stocks. You can follow Jeff on Twitter, at Jeffrey Kleintop. The euro and British pound were lower versus the U.S. dollar, while bond yields in the eurozone and the U.K. were mostly higher. The U.K. FTSE 100 index was up 0.2%. Germany's DAX index advanced 0.3%. France's CAC 40 index gained 0.7%, Spain's IBEX 35 index rose 0.9%, and Italy's FTSE MIB index climbed 1.3%, while Switzerland's Swiss market index declined 0.8%. Stocks in Asia finished mixed, but volume remained lighter than usual as mainland Chinese markets continued to be closed for the Lunar New Year holiday while Indian and Australian markets were also closed for holidays. This year, stocks have seen solid gains aided by optimism regarding China's reopening and expectations that central banks across the globe, including the Fed in the U.S., may be set to slow down monetary policy tightening. Meanwhile, the markets digested the heating up of corporate earnings season and some economic data in the region, as South Korea's fourth-quarter GDP growth came in above expectations and Japanese machine tool orders increased 0.9% year-over-year. Optimism of China's reopening has countered uncertainty regarding the ultimate impact of aggressive monetary policy tightening from most central banks around the world, In his article titled Global Outlook, Recovery, and Risk, Schwab's Jeffrey Kleintop notes how markets may continue to see volatility in 2023 as they navigate between global economic growth and inflation fears, with central banks decreasing rate hikes and China's reopening. Japan's Nikkei 225 index dipped 0.1%, with the yen holding on to gains versus the U.S. dollar. The Hong Kong Hang Seng Index rallied 2.4% in a return to action following an extended holiday break, with technology issues leading the way. South Korea's Kospi Index also moved nicely higher, rising 1.7%. Tomorrow's international economic calendar will introduce Australia's PPI, as well as the nation's export and import price indexes. 
Additionally, we will get reports on Spain's fourth quarter GDP, France's consumer confidence, and Italian industrial sales.